Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, my dog ate a snail, shell included. I apologize to the snail community for this grave offense. (laughs) Excuse me, traffic. You'll have to wait while I help this little caterpillar cross the road. Oh, that's nice of you. Hey, how many eggs is too many eggs in a single day? Because if there's a line, I am on it. (laughs) How did we live before the jump to recipe button, Sarah? (laughs) I know. Don't need to hear your life story. Just need to make a quiche. Have such a good day. world welcome back to have such a good day, day. the show that wants you to have you to 
that. Well, have a good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarah Lane, episode 214. 214. One of these days we're going to we're gonna really nail that intro. We are going to nail it. I mean, I yes. feel like we nail it, but we're it's... We're going to jinx each other. It's always a crapshoot. Like, what are we doing? I like how it's at a certain point, it just became us doing it at the same time. Yeah. But like for a long time, <laughs> we, you were just doing the open. I'm we, like, why did that start happening? We've just evolved somehow. Yeah. The mysteries of life. Our cycles are in sync. Oh, yes. That too. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment, life's cruel ironies, the happier moments moments and the bittersweetness <laughs> life's cruel ironies i love that because <laughs> you love that you always comment on that. well ironies are cruel well they're not always uh, yeah. cruel but they often <laughs> are they are yeah they're, it's like catch 22s uh yeah yeah i used to really 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 dislike that alanis morissette song isn't it ironic it just oh I can't it, I can't it, with her it, I can't I, with her either and people love I never her. got into her no she, I know I don't um I don't know I, I, speaking of cruel like I don't I don't like her style I don't like her yeah. voice I'm sure she's a very nice person but and no offense to anyone out there who loves her yeah that's I totally want fine. I want this for you yeah <laughs> you do you we do we do us. Uh, you know, I was thinking too, like uh, regarding the cruel ironies, you know, they should have a like a class, like maybe in high school called Life's Cruel Ironies and just like <laughs> give young people a heads up, you know, yeah, know. Of wh what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> I read something. Uh, it was, I don't know. So, so I, it was something online. I don't remember what it was, but the whole point of the article that someone wrote was that she was turning 30 and uh -huh. you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, turning 30. I'm so old, you know, kind of thing, which is very eye rolly. But I also was 25 <laughs> once and 30 seemed, uh -huh. you know, like a pretty big deal. Um, and so I was thinking like, when did I turn 30? And I actually, I was out of the country. I was in Indonesia of all places. Um, and I mm. remember, uh, you know, I, the trip had been planned, so I knew I was going to be there on my birthday. And I remember, you know, a week ahead of time, I was like, yeah, I'm not like freaking out about it. A couple days ahead of time. Yeah, I'm not freaking out about it. And then the day came and I was like, gosh, I can't believe it. I'm really 30. It was kind of a mm -hmm. big deal in, in a way. It, it crept up on me. Yeah. I mean, now totally. it's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> so long ago, like. I've turned so 40, <laughs> you know, like all that yep. stuff. The decades just slip away. And, the, and I think 40 feels more significant. I mean, maybe each decade is more significant as it goes. Like 50 seems even, whoa, you know, 60s. Ah, I can't even, yeah. I can't even like fast forward the movie without like screaming. Well, and inside. I think 40, at least for me, 40 signified a lot of sort of life decisions that, you know, if I hadn't, if I, if I had gone in a certain direction by 40, it's kind of what I'm doing. You know, things like yeah. not having children, you know, I mean, yep. people have mm -hmm. children after age 40, but you got to think about stuff quite a bit harder, yeah, you, do. you know, you and just kind of where, where you live and partners and, and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. 30 was just sort of like, okay, I'm 30 and I have still so much time to like make some decisions. Totally. 
I never was, I followed my nose. Like I, and I'm really grateful for that actually, because, or I was grateful for the opportunities that came my way and sort of the energy that I maybe put out there for, for those opportunities to come my way. But I kind of, you know, I kind of, I never really was a big planner and I never really thought, oh, I'm approaching 35. I should think about my, my eggs. And like, mm-hmm. I never really was that person. I was just sort of in the moment enjoying what I was involved in at the time. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But, you know, I, it's just the way I, I am. I think there's a lot to be said. Well, I mean, there's a lot to be said for people who plan ahead and also living in the moment. And I'm kind yeah. of with you on that. I've always, yep. I, I, I feel like I don't want to wait to have fun, you know, like no, my, my retirement not. age. I mean, hopefully I'm comfortable and <laughs> not sick, but it's like, I don't uh-huh. want to wait until I am older with a bad knee mm-hmm. to like have fun, uh, which is oh. why I don't have any money, Heather. So, <laughs> so there's that, but Hey, I'm living, right? You're living your best life, Sarah. Extra large. <laughs> In the garage. In the garage. Yeah. I was, before we started recording, I was, you know, grumbling to Heather about, you know, working in uh, this garage uh, where I'm staying temporarily and, you know, who wants to work in a garage? And it's like, well, uh, I also used to work in a garage for three and a half years at my former house. So I'm kind of used to it. Whatever. Mm. I like a garage. It's fine. I do too. As long as it's not too cold or hot. Or too filled with uh, spider webs. I don't. I had to clean up my garage last weekend, actually, and oh god, they, it just gets a little out of hand with the spider webs. They just want to set up shop everywhere. Yeah, I had in every I had little some corner spider issues in my old garage. This garage is a little bit more. It's it's kind of, it's it's fairly well insulated. Honestly, it mm. feels less like a garage and more like a workspace. Sure. Uh, but ah, you good. know, it's it's a garage. What are you gonna do? Um, but, uh, you know what I did this week, Heather? Uh, I went to get reflexology. Ooh, I don't know what, what came over me. So, okay. So for anybody who doesn't know what it is, it's, it's, it's part of the traditional Chinese medicine, you know, kind of pressure point stuff that's mainly focused on feet, but also hands. Um, and you know, Mm -hmm. some, some, some other pressure points, uh, along the body, but mostly feet. I've only had reflexology once, which was in China. Um, somebody that um, knew Beijing, where I was, really well, was like, oh, you got to come here. So it was like a very, like, you know, authentic, you know, basement experience. And it was so heavenly. I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, all I need is for someone to massage my feet for the rest of my life. And I'll never oh, ask for anything again. It never gets boring. no. I never, yeah, you never go, kind of go never like, gets old. I'm done. Yeah, you, know, you like, don't. Please, please stop touching my feet. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if <laughs> you, you, I don't know, somebody g- gave you the creepy crawlies, you wouldn't want them to touch well, any sure. part of you. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so I had only done that once a million years ago in China. And uh, a somebody had mentioned to me, who lives in this area, you know, I don't know, some time ago, oh, yeah, uh, her husband and she treat themselves like once a month and they get reflexology together. And I was like, that sounds really fun. You know? And she's like, yeah. And it's because it's not a full on massage where you undress and you know, your body's covered in oil. It's kind of easier. You know, you sort of just sitting there in a spa chair and just feeling great. You can even like chat with your neighbor who's sitting next to you kind of thing. 
almost more like a pedicure, I guess, uh, at least, mm-hmm. you know, in the setup. So anyway, I uh, just searched reflexology near me, as one does, and there's a place not that far away, has great reviews. So I called them up and I was like, hi, I would like to book a reflexology appointment. And they were like, when can you come? I'm like, in 10 minutes. So they're like, okay, (laughs) see you then. And I went there and it was strange. Um, the, The setup, it looked like it was formerly some sort of medical office you know, Hmm. with kind of low ceilings and it it just, it was a strange, I walked in and I was like, this is a little strange. And there were kind of curtains, but they were, they were beds, you know, like massage, Mm -hmm. you know, massage beds. So I was like, do I like get undressed? And they said, no, 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 you don't have to get undressed. Um, But once we got started, I went for 60 minutes, a full, I was like 60 minutes, give me, give me all the pressure. This was, it was a full body massage. I just wasn't undressed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I mean, it was mostly feet of that 60 minutes, but she was also like massaging my butt and, you know, <laughs> like shoulders. When I say massaging my butt, I mean, the butt has muscles. So it does like, oh, yeah, of course. you know, it feels good. Points, probably. Yeah, exactly. Like as long as it's not inappropriate, it's like that it feels good. Um, and, but she was, you know, she was all over my neck and my shoulders and, you know, like temples and boy, was it heavenly. And it was cheap, Heather. I mean, I basically. How much was it for an hour? 40 bucks. For an hour. That is for an hour, which was, I was prepared for just an hour of feet, which, you know, that still feels like a really good price to me. But it was like a full body massage. And it was funny because Amazing. there was somebody on the other side of me. There was a curtain between us. But, you know, I could like she was chatting with her masseuse. And uh, so and we kind of finished up at the same time. And, you know, we're paying up at the front counter together. And, I, you know, she, she mentioned something like, see you next week. And I said, do you come here a lot? And she goes, I come here every week. It's It's the best. It's like the best kept secret. I don't know why more people don't do this. It like changed my yeah. life. And I was like, I'm yeah. going to do that too. I don't know if I really yeah, will. Book you it know? out. You got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to like book it. You got to like actually like book, you know, four weeks out or something. And so just, have yeah. And just, yeah. Kind of commit to it. I mean, listen, it, 40 yeah. bucks is 40 bucks. It's not free, but I'm used to paying like 150 bucks plus tip, yep. you know, for something around the same, um, you know, type of, of, sure. of care. So that was yeah. fun. Uh, what was not fun, Heather, uh, was <laughs> me watching the movie Bo is Afraid. You're familiar with this movie. You've seen it. Oh, yeah. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. So Ari Aster, director <laughs> who directed Midsommar, which I have mentioned on the show is one of my least favorite movies ever. It's right up there with but Mother. But you've seen it like three times. So like... I've seen it twice. Okay, so uh, it many people who have been listening to our show for a long time have heard me lament this awful film. Um, it's Also, ju- he did Hereditary. Which I haven't seen, Midsommar. and I've heard it's oh, bonkers. Really? Oh, Oh, yeah, you totally. To, to make a full assessment, Sarah, I think you need to watch Hereditary. I, I'm sorry to put this, this task on you. I might. I might. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> this director is known for, I mean, kind of bizarre, sort of horror, but really mostly bizarre. Psychological kind of Psychological thing. stuff, yeah. I mean, I don't like horror movies as a rule, but I also 
they don't scare me the way that they used to. When I was younger, I, I, they really, you know, were very upsetting and would give me nightmares and stuff. It's like, eh, I'm kind of over that. I just don't really like them. I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, the sort of like, rah, you know, and you jump in your seat and stuff. I don't like things like that. But yeah, um, but that's not really what this director's style is. Anyway, somebody had this movie, Bo's Afraid, came out, I think it was like April earlier this year. But it was a 2023 movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, who I love. He's like one of my mm-hmm. absolute favorite actors. And so it was mm-hmm. always just in the back of my mind, like, oh, yeah, I'll get to that. And I knew that it was weird. Uh, that's all I really remember about the movies that, you know, people were like, that was a trip. You know, folks who had seen it before. And so anyway, other night I was like, you know, I'm going to watch a major motion picture. I'm going to sit here for, oh, three hours. Okay. This is a long movie. All right. It is a long one. Okay. I don't have anything else to do. I'll set aside the time and I will watch this long ass movie, which I did. And Heather, I did not like it. (laughs) I did not like that movie. Do you know that this is exactly what, like when the movie came out, this is what Ari Aster was sort of bummed about was that most people just like hated it at first but that they were like he buried like lots of interesting little bits in there and like no one talked about it Mm. he was sort of disappointed the way people were engaging in the film in a certain oh they were they they had takeaways that he hadn't anticipated yeah and that and that people didn't even discover like the 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 things that he buried in there that he was hoping people would talk about, you know? And I know that if you haven't seen the movie, this is, I'm dancing around everything plot related because it's too, the movie was released too recently. I'll spoil it if I explain much about it. I also wouldn't really even know how to explain what the fuck that movie was trying to tell me. It's sort of a... It's kind of a Kafka-esque, like, Odyssey. Um, him, it reminds me a little bit of my my terrible Odyssey back from Oregon. Um, oh, but, gosh. like, he, he he's, it's, it's a very chaotic world. Um, his mother dies, but, like, the world around him is, is very chaotic. And it's, it's, um, it's very, it's, it's, it's not supposed to be taken literally. You know, like, things happen mm-hmm. in the movie that it's not just sort of, like, a man on a mission, there's like yeah. weird stuff that happens that is not real and it's fantastical and is it a dream sequence yeah. and you know all those questions. It just was um the the best way I would describe this movie is if you've ever been dreaming, you know, you're asleep, you're having a some sort of a, you know, it's a stress dream where you're like trying, you know, you're trying to like get back home and the, you know, your car doesn't work and someone's pulling at you and, you know, you can't remember your address, you know, stuff like that where it's like you wake up from the dream exhausted and, uh, you know, like not yeah, rested. Yeah, like a fever dream. It, yeah, like and, and where you just go, kind of go like, God, why did I dream that? That was so stressful. That's how I felt yeah. at the end of the movie. I was like, boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> if I would have been in a theater, I would have been like, nobody clapped. Do not clap. And, and I'm not discounting your hate for it. Um, however, I do think this is the type of movie where you really have to sit back and and not take it so, like, literally, I guess. Oh, yeah. And, Very much so. Um, I think I think that it, it's one of those movies that I think deserves a second watch for, like, a totally different viewing experience. That's possible. Um, and 
obviously it's going to be a polarizing movie. I mean, but I, one part that I that really stuck with me was, um, you know, there was all this portrayal of the world around him, you know, hit, you know, just life, um, mm-hmm. nothing too fantastical, but maybe a little bit like over the top, like a little bit, like everything was sort of heightened that the emotions and the energy and, mm-hmm. you know, like he walks outside his apartment door and it's just like absolute mayhem on the street. And like, what I liked about that was that sometimes I do feel like the world is like that. It's like a very, um, it can be, and again, this is a little over the top, but uh, at our worst humans can be like really, uh, absolutely bonkers. And this is what happens when everybody kind of loses their minds kind of thing. Um, and in some yeah, sense, it, yeah. it's an, it's an okay, uh, analogy of like sort of the worst things that are happening in the world. And I appreciated that a lot. Um, I really, it, it was definitely disturbing. I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie of that year. Um, but I do, I do really appreciate his filmmaking and I do think that he has a lot to say and I mean, it's weird. It's weird. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Listen, I like a, I like a weird movie. I also, there are movies that are weird, you know, where I'm like, that was awesome. You know, like I'm a David Lynch fan. Doesn't get weirder than that. But, uh, there's, there's something about Astor's style that just, it rubs me so wrong. Yeah, I get it. And Midsommar was, <laughs> I didn't watch it three times, but I did watch it twice. Because the first time, mm-hmm. you know, again, credits rolled and I was like, that was criminal. Nobody should make a movie so horrible. I hated it. But mm-hmm. I couldn't stop, like, talking about it, you know? And wanting to, You're like. You're still talking about it. Yeah, like, and wanting <laughs> to, like, this time. read think pieces about, like, why yeah. this movie, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. maybe, like, is redeemable. So I watched it again, yeah. like, thinking, like, maybe I was just in a bad mood that day. Like, meh, let's, let's, yeah. let's see. Nope. Hated it. Hated it. Well, I think it says a lot about the fact that you rewatched it. That means you yeah. you hated it, but kind of you hate watched it. I wanted like, to like I wanted to get well. Way. I also you know that movie again polarizing, but I know a lot of people who were like that was awesome, that was great, yeah. and I was like it was not like what am I missing? Okay, so I would say that it's definitely not in my top ten favorite horror horror movies. But what I like about it and his style is that it's disruptive that it's 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 it makes you think it's subversive and i like that stuff some people yeah maybe it's too disrupting it's too um it's just comfortable it's unpleasant that's that's yeah exactly that's what i I would say is like i don't yeah and maybe i'm just getting old but maybe I, i don't need a lot of unpleasantness I get it. I really yeah. do because they're, it's I mean, all, as much all, as I do talk I'm already about, trying to dodge it, you know? Yeah, I know. I get it. And I, I feel the same way I've gotten more sensitive to. And I know you think I watch all kinds of horror, but I really don't. I'm very specific about the horror that I like. And there's a lot of horror that I refuse to watch um, that I think I really respect it. And I've seen it before, but I, I, I really, it, it cr- I cringe even watching it again, even though if I've already seen it. Uh-huh. Um, but talking about, talk about like a little bit uh, cringy and uncomfortable. Oh boy. <laughs> and also, also talk about staying open, like we talked about last week, kind of staying open to potential delight and opportunities and adventures and, and that kind of thing. 
we were um, invited to a, a very unexpected uh, dinner party on Saturday. This was me and my sister. My sister's here right now for a month and my boyfriend. And this was an invite from my real estate agent who worked with my dad. She's been around for a long time. You know, we see her every week. We, we, we only really work with her. We never socialize. We've never, ever done anything social, but she's sort of been hinting at having us over, you know, for some cocktails and, hmm. oh mm -hmm. yeah, we'll do it. You know, years and years pass. We never do it. And she, so it finally happened. Um, you know, she lives about 45 minutes from here. Uh, so it was, it was a bit of a schlep. Um, and we didn't really know what to expect because again, like she's quite a bit older than us. She's, um, in a different kind of world than us. Uh, it was her husband who was a lot older than her. And, you know, they live in this completely random area we've never been to had, you know, don't know her friends. We, we don't have like a social life with her. And so we were, we were kind of like, and we were excited about the anticipation of it. And like the, we have no idea how this is going to go, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so, so we go and, um, it was definitely one of those, look, most of, I'd say 99.999%, almost 100% of the dinner parties I've gone to have been with my peers, with mostly people who I know kind of what to expect. I know some people that are going to be there. You know, right. it's it's a very cozy, comfortable You anticipate situation. interesting conversation. Yeah, because you know, it's like your peers and there's, there's a comfort, there's a comfort uh, zone, uh, that you're in. And this wasn't, there wasn't much of a real comfort zone for me, I guess, other than, I mean, I do, I love my real estate agent. I do. Um, I care about her a lot. And, um, and it was, it was, it was great. It was, it was great. It was different. It was weird. It was exactly what I was saying last week is like this kind of discomfort or this, like, you don't really have the inertia to like do something because it doesn't feel comfortable, but like you go anyway, because you just never really know what experience you're going to have. And I think as we get older, it, it's just kind of similar to the Ariaster stuff. It's like, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was a bunch of random people we didn't know, as I expected. So there was about like maybe 10 of us. Um, people who were like from different industries, like industries I don't understand and walks of life and just just different social circles, um, kind of everything. You know, it was a little bit awkward at first. Um, you know, it was a little bit like, you know, you kind of have to you, know, you break bread with people and then it kind of gets more comfortable and you find some you know, you tell some jokes or you, you, you find some, you know, conversation topics that, right. that yeah, like, both Oh, you don't like olives either. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like pre let's talk about pretzels. Cause that's what was on the table when we first got there. Um, yeah, kind of funny. And we were, we kind of like shoot each other glances. Like when, you know, we, it wasn't like we were being rude. We were just kind of like, this is so interesting. Uh -huh. I, I kind of started to feel like I was a participant in like a live theater show, you know, like in their living room, like this just very bizarre, like kind of like a blind date with like, instead of one new, like stranger, you're with like 10 strangers and it's like this group blind date. But I will say there were some valuable learnings. It was neat to see how someone Li it's neat it's neat to see how someone lives how people live um 
people who maybe normally you you just would not matriculate with uh-huh. um learning about people you would otherwise never cross paths with um it was it was kind of cool i mean it was it was lovely i mean she made a really uh tasty dinner you know we had champagne it was very classy you know it was it was <laughs> it was great it was just definitely something that uh i really didn't know what to expect and there's something kind of wonderful about that I love this. I, I love this. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. This thing where you, you sort of think to yourself, like, should I even go? I don't know if I want to go. It might be, that's we- how I felt. It might be weird. Okay. I, yeah. I'll go. And then you get there and you're like, it is a little weird. Eh, am I having fun? And then you just got to lean and in. And then you lean in. Yeah. And then you yeah, do you have lean fun. In. Yeah. And exactly. it's sort of like, oh, and by the way, if anyone hears a vacuum, it's because, uh, there's some, people vacuuming uh in a room near me so you know just some random people just just just, came in they're like we want to vacuum your house today just know that (laughs) things are getting cleaned uh nearby if you happen to hear evidence of that but uh yeah i i think that's fun i've definitely been at a dinner party it sounds kind of similar to what you're describing where Uh when i leave i'm relieved Cause I'm like, okay, it's over. And I don't know if I will hang out with this group of people like this again, but it was Uh fun and I did it, you know, instead of being like, "Eh, it was a worthwhile experience. Yeah. It's really easy to stay in your comfort zone. Um, anywho. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Well, Heather, I'm happy to hear that. And, um, I'm also happy to hear that you have been, a little bit more active on social media than I realized because Heather and I were talking the other day about, I don't know, it was, you had mentioned something that you had- About a mutual friend. You had seen something on an Instagram story. Yeah, like with a mutual friend and I was like, what? You're like, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, like I like went to their account and I'm like, what? Where's the photo? Oh, it was in a story. Oh, I- me Sarah never looks at Instagram stories and you were like oh really like that's the only place I really post I'm like you've missed like three years of my life Sarah I post all the time on stories because I only (laughs) see a very occasional post from you on your actual Instagram oh I never post I very rarely yeah and I just always figured that you just didn't really do that much because lots of lots of people don't but I also, I don't look at stories and we, it got Heather and I kind of talking about uh, just online behavior, I guess. And, yeah. you know, why, why don't I look at stories? I mean, I'm in Instagram all the time. To be honest, I'm usually in my dog's Instagram account, which is, you know, my <laughs> own Instagram account has, um, has, uh, you know, fallen by the wayside a little bit just because, you know, Otis is, is, is very prolific on Instagram. (laughs) There's something about Instagram stories that like, it like gives me anxiety because it's ephemeral, right? You got 24 hours Mm -hmm. to see something, then it goes away. And like the, I'm used to that. I mean, I used to use Snapchat all the time. I don't anymore, but I used to, it's like, I understand the point of it. I understand mm-hmm. where there's there's less pressure to have like the perfect picture or video or whatever. You know, it's up in stories. It comes and goes. Um, but uh, there's something about it that just. That's really interesting. I just, Sarah. It, yeah, I just don't like when I like, like I'll see why well, I, I guess I've never really noticed your story up there. But, you know, I'll see people who are who are very uh, frequent uh, story providers 
and I'll be like, mm-hmm. well, but then like if I watch one, then I'm going to watch a bunch. They're going to see that I watched it. And that says something about like what I'm doing at this particular time, which I'm not that into. Mm-hmm. And now listen, y'all out there. I used to be somebody who had read receipts on in iMessage. Uh, I, I, it's not like I'm like slinking around trying not to be found type thing, (laughs) but my tastes have changed over the years. You know, I read receipts are no longer on, on iMessage because I don't know, it burned me once or twice. I can't even remember why, (laughs) you know, but I was like, yeah, screw this. You know, I, I took myself (laughs) off of like almost everyone's find my friends. Whereas like I used to have like 12 people who knew where I was 24 hours a day if they oh, wanted I to. those days. Yeah, and yeah. I just, I gradually was like, yeah, I mean, unless it's an emergency, I just don't need to you share this kind alone. of information. Yeah. yeah, there's just, it just introduces a conversation that I don't need to have. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to know what I'm doing. So I, maybe it's a little bit more about me trying to be like, I don't know, celebrate some anonymity And it's not about me not wanting to know what people are up to, but this does happen every so often where something like, you know, what just happened with us where you go, oh, so-and-so got a new tattoo. And I'm like, I didn't see that. Where was that? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was in stories. Yeah, I don't look at those. So I'm probably missing a lot of good stuff, a lot of creative stuff. I don't know. Yeah. And then there's also like the, uh, which I wanted, wish I did more, but I always forget, but like you can do the, you can target your stories to just your close friends, which some people in my network do that uh, quite a bit. And I like it because it feels more intimate. You know, it's like, you are my close friend and this is what I'm showing you and I'm not going to show the rest of the world. Right. And they're, they're, that's cool. Like I, I dig that, but yeah, you know, it's a really interesting thing to unpack, which, you know, we may not be able to get to the to the bottom of it today, but... Um, <laughs> no, we're you know, going this, to, this Heather. Whole, we're going to <laughs> dig until we get to the bottom of this. This is going to be a 10-hour-long episode. That's right. Yeah, that's good right. luck to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I think it's really interesting the way you have changed and that this ephemeral, this, you know, watch it now or don't watch it at all kind of thing, like, you know, this this flash in the pan, if you will is something that kind of turns you off now. I, I think that's kind of fascinating. Yeah, you know, I've yeah. been a little bit the opposite maybe because I, I do a lot of stories. I'd say at least once a week, if not many times a week um, of just the day to day. And, uh, you know, I don't, I kind of realized the other day when I did do a main, you know, a, an actual post, I was like, God, I haven't done a post for months. Maybe I should do that more and less stories. Um, but I think for me, sometimes I like the fact that it's like up there and then gone. Um, in certain cases I'm like, oh shoot, I wanted, yeah, I wanted, uh, uh, you know, these people to see it or something. Maybe it was some kind of message, uh, you know, to some people <laughs> who aren't on Instagram that often. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is, it's a, it's a fascinating thing really. I wonder what that says about us, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about... So, you know, I, I, I was I was thinking about this because I knew we were going to talk about it. Uh, like, what what are some other examples of, like, stuff that I just avoid? I'm kind of an avoider. Uh, you, know. you are a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a procrastinator I, I, and I'm a, an avoider. That Those are two things that, you know, I know about myself. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, so I have a variety of group texts that I'm on, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, five people on a group text, you know, I know you've got those two, Heather, and, you know, and you kind of, you know what you're all going to talk about, 
or maybe there's a curveball, whatever, but it's like you're in a group where you're basically at a dinner party talking, you know, amongst yourselves. And I'm in a few of those that are geared towards certain themes, you know. For example, Bo is Afraid the movie. That was something that mm-hmm. was talked about in a group text of people that I talk about movies with kind of thing. I mean, we talk about mm-hmm. other stuff, but it's mostly entertainment-based. You know, music, movies, that sort of stuff. And uh, there are Instagram, speaking of Instagram, you know, like DM group threads that I just, oh, yeah. I like, I, I never look at. Yeah. It's like, I can't I deal with it, guys. I just, God, I feel like you know. we are really in sync this week because <laughs> um, so much of this stuff has been on the top of my brain. And I have, I actually, it's funny, I, I did start a group DM for my birthday with the ladies that I'm friends with up here in my Northland group of friends. Mm-hmm. And this is all friends like locally. I haven't really reached out to, I want to reach out to all my other friends, including you, Sarah, which I know it's a <laughs> I bit like, of a long shot. I was because, like, where's the invite? Like, what about, yeah, I haven't even made an invite yet, but um, I just figure it's a bit of a long shot for anyone to trek up here. But I tend to be a little avoidy. And I've talked about this before. The people who are, and this is going to segue so nicely into my next topic um, <laughs> on a lot of levels, but the there are people who are very fringy acquaintances I care about them. They were old friends. They live in other cities and other states. I, I never see them in person. We're just kind of internet friends here and there, but they pummel me, pummel me every single day with random videos. And I, I've started to get so exhausted from it. Like, what do you, like, give me an example, like somebody being like, oh, hi, I'm like, on a walk right now. No, 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 no. These are just like, uh, you know, animal videos or TikToks. Oh, 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 just, oh, they're, they're he, sharing they videos. They're, they're forwarding videos. It has videos. nothing to do with anything, it, but like maybe something that I might laugh at. And it's just, I look, you can DM me, um, totally cool I love like my peeps and I like my dms and I like what people send me it's just there's a there's an exhaustion that mm-hmm. uh a capacity that I have that sometimes gets um sort of it, it puts me over the edge a little bit um but so I I think this is a subject matter that we should come back to because it is very fascinating to me and social media keeps changing and we keep changing so i think it's a conversation that needs to be revisited often yeah um you know we are not uh in our 30s anymore we um you know we do i think as you get older you do want a little more private quiet time you want i know for me personally yeah i reach capacity like even just this morning as we're recording uh i got three phone calls and about seven text messages um, and some Instagram DMs actually. And Sarah got a phone call in the middle of our, our show here. So indeed, um, indeed. I yeah. think, you know, it's, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Um, the, <laughs> the day is still young. I still have many, many meetings to get through. Um, but I, but, but this whole thing is um, actually a really interesting, uh, you know, segue into my next topic, which I am approaching another birthday. It's coming up here real quick. And I never asked to have another birthday, right? I, I don't want to have another birthday. 
I, you know, I have no business getting a year older, but do we have a choice? No. Um, so I've been very reflective. <laughs> I mean, better than the alternative. Okay. I guess so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, the, yes. Yeah, so I've been reflective on all the wonderful friends I've gathered over the course of my lifetime, which my lifetime is a bigger span now because I'm older. Um, I've had all these different chapters in my life. You know, mm -hmm. when I was young, I, when I was really young, like grammar school, like very, very young under 10, I always had like a bestest, bestest friend and then a second best friend and a third. And, you know, you'd always, I think when you're kids, you kind of state that you're like, you're my best friend. And you know, it's kind of like, Oh, you wear like thing. best friend necklaces where like one, oh, everybody has, you know, yeah. It, yeah, we, like matching we, tattoos, we, which I never did, but <laughs> yeah, um, no, I never did that. Well, that's actually not true. I did. I didn't get a matching tattoo, but my tattoo but you I all got, got with a, a friend, stamp. and it was like a friend event. Like yeah, me and my totally. best friend got, you know, tramp stamps, and tramp stamps. we thought oh, it yeah. was just the coolest, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. So the so basically, yeah. So like these besties were part of a bigger group of friends and like my my bff would fluctuate over the years within the group you know like you know freshman year i was really close to so and so and then sophomore year i was closer to the the other girl but embracing i think embracing a variety of meaningful relationships you can have across like all aspects of your life um having kind of different friends to do all the things with but you have kind of like you know, you've got your ride or dies and then you've got like your work friends, you've got all these. So I'm, I'm going to see an old friend, an old good friend uh, in New Orleans in a couple weeks. We were chatting this morning how excited we are to see each other. And this is a friend that you know, uh, yeah. Sarah Lane, yeah. uh, Melissa Garcia, mm -hmm. and uh, not to, you know, blow up her spot, but. Um, <laughs> but uh, Apparently she lives I, in New Orleans now. All right. We all know it. <laughs> well, we spent, you know, 14 years together in San Francisco mm -hmm. and we used to just like ride our bikes to meet each other and go out to dinner like twice a week minimum we'd go out twice a week she was kind of my foodie friend among other like qualities not just my foodie friend but not everybody wants to spend money on eating out and it was kind of our thing we used to like you know walk or ride bikes to you know we're in the same city we'd, we'd meet often um, yeah, new, new place opens up, try the cocktails. It was fun. Ah, so much fun. And and just the, the looking back at the fondness and the times that we've had, all the different restaurants we've been to, I remember all of it very vividly. Um, and now I have to fly across the country to hang out with her, which will be a lot of the same thing. We'll go out to eat. We'll, we'll walk the city. We'll go shopping. We'll, we'll do all of the things we, that we used to do. And then you've got like the lifelong friends, like... I've got a bestie from like grammar school that I'm still like, she's like one of my best friends. I have another from college and these are sort of like the people you might use when you're answering like those secret questions, you know, when you're, you know, putting together your password and username and it's like, who was your best friend from, you know, high school or whatever. <laughs> right. It's like yeah. those people that you grew up with who you talk about real life stuff and like it's philosophical and like, like my one best friend from childhood is sort of my Jiminy Cricket conscience. Like she's so, she is the one who would be like, Hev, I think that you, you know, like, like kind uh -huh. of putting things yeah. into perspective and just sort of maybe giving me a little tough love here and there. And then there's like, there's the ride or die, which if you don't know what that means, you, you might be living under a rock, but um, I will explain that, <laughs> you know, it's sort of that person 
that you're like willing to do anything for and someone that you just um you stand by any problem but you also i th i think personally it's like yeah it's like your bff it's somebody who you will ride or you will die with but you have a lot of fun with you can party with them but you can also have real talk and yeah i, I got i got one of those maybe two you've got your I also have some of these like, you know, party fun friends. Maybe you don't talk as much about serious life stuff, but like you really love each other and you you know you have a good time with each other. And then you've got what we were talking about earlier, these social group friends, group chats, people who you socialize with daily, but maybe you're not that close. Like you may not pick up the phone and do a lot longer catch up. Mm -hmm. um, you and I, Sarah, started out as workplace besties, you know, but then we mm -hmm. kind of, we ventured out into like, we, we partied, we had, you know, really good time. And yeah. we, we kind of talk through, you're one of those friends that I, we talk about the, um, sort of the play-by-play -play of like the day. Like we, we kind of check in a lot throughout the day and kind of talk about the play-by-play -play of like, all yeah. the moments throughout yeah. the day and it's great oh, I mean, I, you don't do that with everybody no oh my gosh i mean i have a lot of friends that i consider to be very close friends of mine and they don't mm. know what i'm doing you know like the minutiae no, is exactly. not exactly is yes. not you know it, it just and that's okay it doesn't mean that they're any totally like fine you know less of my friend but but you and i well you and i also were we're used to working together We've worked together totally. in so many different that capacities that right mm -hmm. now, I mean, I suppose we're working together on this podcast. I mean, it never really feels like work to me, but, but it no. is, we, we, I know, I know for, for, for the most part where you are <laughs> and what you're yeah. doing on any given day. Cause it's just kind of how totally. we communicate. There's something kind of special about that because I have like girlfriends I'm super close to that do not get the play by play, but like they'll call me a couple times a week in the morning and they know, they know what's going on, but it's like, I think you and I kind of take the piss out of like the, the day to day stuff, which is really fun. Like we, we laugh about stuff and point out, there's a lot of observational humor. And then you've got like the, I have got my yoga pals, which are the girls that I've kind of established up here. My point is you can have a whole cadre of friends, like of different niches in your life. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to have just a bestie. Like I, you have like activity friends, you have certain friends that you would engage, uh, in specific activities, you know, yeah. and that's like the, sort of the beauty of it. You have friends of convenience that are like your neighbors, maybe people yeah, you work with or you know, I don't know, I mean, chat it up where you walk your dog. Kind I, of thing. I've got a friend as we are recording right now who is looking at an apartment that I am thinking about renting for me because I'm not in That's Los Angeles nice right now. Exactly. You know, it's like, I mean, he didn't have to do it, but he mm -hmm. did it. Uh, you know, and I am very grateful and I would do it for him. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. here we are. And, the, and it's like you, you may not talk to him. He may not want to talk to you about your deepest, darkest secrets, but he will look at it. Yeah, we don't. You, we, you know? <laughs> we're, we, uh, we, you know, I mean, there's some personal stuff, I suppose. But yeah, like this yeah. is not like, you know, he's not my therapist or anything. He's he's yeah. my bud. He's my bud. Totally. You know, and he just happened to, you know, be free and here we are. It's like, but I, there are certain people that I would consider somewhat close to me that I would never mm. ask. You know, I just, I yeah. just wouldn't ask because it's like, you know, yeah. you know, you know where your boundaries are and the boundaries yep. are really different depending on the relationship. Absolutely. And what the other point of my, 
my topic here is that I moved here about three years ago unexpectedly, and it does take a little while to establish a community. And um, it, it feels like you never will because you're you're just in such a new place. And like, I have a lot of friends like in Los Angeles and the Bay Area and, you know, that I that I communicate with a lot and I'm really close to and I still see them. Um, but I do have a new slew of friends who are, you know, I'm getting closer to I'm doing more things with um, they're excited to come to my birthday dance party. Um, and <laughs> it's kind of cool. Like, I feel like it's really, it's really neat to go through so much of life and be like, ah, you know, I have like this, this whole new crew that I would have never met, you know, if I hadn't had this crazy, weird adventure, this unexpected adventure to come to Northern California. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you all have any thoughts on this, please email us at hi, have such a good day.com. Fun topics. Um, I could talk about this stuff uh, till the cows come home, uh, but we won't do that to you. Um, but uh, but we'll revisit them uh, again, and we'd love to hear from you and and what you think about the the cadre of niche friends that you have, mm-hmm. and who your ride or die is, and why why that is. Um, email us uh, early and often. Please do. Uh, and just a reminder, we do this in every show. And if you're already a, a patron, thank you so much for being one. If you're listening to the show, and you might say, you know, I love the show. Heather and Sarah are pretty cool cats. But, yeah, I don't really like the ads. Well, uh, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to get a ad-free version of the show. Um, listen, we're never going to not let people listen for free because we're just cool like that. But uh, we mm-hmm. do really appreciate those who directly support us. And the more that do, the more we can give you what you want. Um, and that also has a lot to do with the feedback that you give us uh letting us know what you want to talk about what what resonates with you you know we're 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 a blank canvas really uh week after week (laughs) actually we're we're really messy canvases but we uh we 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 want to make the show you know more than just heather and i just talking where you're listening in yeah the more that you want to participate the better speaking of that cynthia wrote in and said this was in a response to me uh, getting um, uh, $45 stolen from me from somebody who pretended to be a real estate agent with an apartment that I applied for that was not uh, in existence. Cynthia says, I too was hoodwinked the other day. As a very techie person, <laughs> a great word. I was so disappointed in myself. They played me. I knew it wasn't right. It felt all wrong, but I wanted it. Please continue to tell listeners to be careful. Like Sarah, it wasn't much money, but it was criminal. Well, Cynthia, I don't know what the deal was with your situation. Sorry about that. But I mean, I I feel exactly the same way. It's like, I'm not an idiot. You know, I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like I can sniff out bullshit pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And yet sometimes when you want something to be true... You just look past the warning signs. You do. You have blinders. Yeah. Yeah. And then in hindsight, you're like, God, I'm dumb. But, you know, it's <laughs> nobody. We're not dumb. It just happens. You know, it's funny. Last night, um, we got hoodwinked. Uh, actually, we, uh, my boyfriend posted a, an ad on Facebook Marketplace to sell this um, bed we want to sell mm. with a bed frame. And 
he's he's a smart guy. He's 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 always telling me situations where you know we we have Airbnbs too, and we will often get like a faux Airbnb booking, um, and you really have to like be able to sniff it out. Well, we were on the couch watching a movie and like this person was pinging him back and forth. I was hearing the alerts and he was like writing to them and toward toward like toward the end, he was just like, you know, I don't think this is I, th I think this is somebody trying to get our address like, you know, just, but they, it seemed like a real person. Yeah, because you had just a photo. you get like that, like weird thing on the back of your Spidey neck sense. where you're like, yeah, something's yeah. weird about this. Totally, totally. So yeah, y'all be careful out there. And uh, one quick uh, reminder too, we've got our Discorders who, if you pay $5 a month, uh, you can be part of our Discord, which is sort of an extended conversation of our show. Um, we pop in there as much as we can. Lately, we're talking about our favorite karaoke songs, songs <laughs> that we would maybe close a bar down and and it's super fun, among other things, not just that. Um, right. There's, there's yeah. a lot of conversations happening. But if, if that piques your interest, please join us at the $5 level. And um, yeah, spread the word. Spread the good. Have such a good day word spread, for us. Spread the good word. But anyway, Heather and I, we love y'all. We're going to go ahead and sign off on episode 214. But boy, was this fun. And let's do it all again next week. I'm in. I'm in. Count me in, Sarah. All right, good. In the meantime, I will stay Heather forever. And I'll be Sarah forever. <laughs> have such I a good know. day. I'm going to figure out one of those, one of these days. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.